Good morning. In our first meeting of our sermon writing group that we were, was wonderful and we were a part of, we read the scripture that soon follows this one, where Jesus is walking through a huge crowd of people and a desperate hemorrhaging woman touches his clothing, hoping for a miracle. He stops and asks, who touched me? And she fesses up and he thanks her for coming forward and he heals her and it all ended up fine. But while it was being read, I got very tense. I got uncomfortable. I didn't know what was going to, if he was going to scold her for some reason. My mind was filled with times in the Bible when Jesus was uh, thrashing around in the temple because he was angry because people were selling their wares there, or some other time when he got mad at someone when I didn't understand really why. So I was really happy, or, you know, so like there are times when I was understanding or him to be angry Jesus. Um, so it may be a long time since I was in religion class, and I mostly only really remember the scary parts of the Bible, but I was very relieved to see this Jesus who, like, maybe just wanted to find out why, why his energy was taken from him and he didn't realize it and was very happy to heal this woman. So I was like, phew, this is nice, Jesus. I struggle with the complexity of the humanity of Jesus in some of the stories of the Bible. So when I hear today's scripture, I imagine this home where Jesus' friend lives as a hive of activity. The whole town's there at one point or another. Jesus is curing people or driving out demons and then starting again with the next in line. Maybe his friends Simon and John are helping. Simon's the greeter, sitting people down in the front room, giving them tea, uh, calming their nerves. And then they go into the kitchen where Jesus heals them. After the miracle, John walks the shepherds, the wide-eyed, whole, newly whole person out of the house, and they begin again with the next person. And then by the time evening comes, they rest. They are spent. But by the morning, Jesus awakens, refreshed, and ready to go out again, again, to the next town and the next town, all throughout Galilee. Jesus is driven. In this scripture, he actually says, this is what I came to do. I feel his urgency. It reminds me that Jesus was human and had goals. We're so used to thinking in terms of goals, so I'm sure we can relate. In this story, I imagine Jesus as a miracle machine, the impressive healing of person after person and town after town reminds me of a conveyor belt. It reminds me of my career in manufacturing and product development, watching things designed, engineered, and manufactured, and being a part of making that happen. I love making things, creating something useful that can be felt and touched and utilized by someone to make their life easier. I did product development for loads of different products, Computers, wallboard, garlic presses, lots, lots of different things. When I got my, my first manufacturing job, I traveled to Taiwan and spent time in our plants, seeing plastic injection molding for the first time, aluminum die casting, 
And I like loved it. I fell in love with manufacturing. The weekend after I returned home from my first trip, I went to brunch with a friend. And in kind of an aha moment, I looked at this sugar shaker, I picked it up, and it was like for the first time I was seeing it. And I understand, I finally, I like, I understood how it was made, which it was, it was truly an amazing moment for me. And again, I fell in love with manufacturing at that moment. It's making useful things from raw materials is, is I was kind of making that connection of the plants that I had been in the week before to something that everybody uses, at least when they go to brunch. So on the sugar shaker, I remember I noticed the knit line. That's how I knew how I knew it was made. Having learned about it only the week before, I could imagine where the, so basically uh, it's where the two sides of a metal mold come together. And when the molten, like the liquid molten plastic is put into, is injected into the, to, into the tool, the plastic comes together and forms that knit line where the metal sides of the mold come together. Uh, for me, it's, it seems miraculous to transform something into something else that can enhance someone's life and help them perform a task more easily. Um, it doesn't have to be a sugar shaker. It could be something like a computer or anything. Manufacturing and product development has timelines, full of timelines. You've got to design the product, so it's look, it's function. And that, but you really can't start the engineering until you finish designing the product. And you, once you, the engineering is done, then you have to build that tool, the tool that can make the plastic product in this case. And uh, that's where you see the knit line again. And so that's another timeline. Of course, the whole process is a timeline because the company wants to launch this product and make money. Big timeline. In this scripture, I felt like, I felt Jesus had an urgency. He had a timeline. He knows he only has a certain amount of time among humanity, and he has to make it count. So he creates a miracle machine in Galilee with his friends. Out in the world, I see miracles in small things like the tiny connection you make made with a stranger when you're walking past them on the street, acknowledging, smiling at them when you pass. I get joy when I smile at someone on the street and when I walk past in this big city and they smile back. I like feeling I'm around nice people. Ever since I joined Bethany, it's been clear to me that this church has a goal, like Jesus did. This community is driven. I was thrilled to see uh, Bethany committed to tithing the profits of the sale of a church property and empowered, even actively invited people, all of us, to choose either an individual who needed a boost or an organization helping many and give them $500 to make a difference. It could really move the needle. That could have manufactured a miracle for someone in the community, for someone or many people. That's the humanity. And that's not all this community does. It's a step in the process of making a difference in this world. I look around this room 
and I see so many people who are part of the chain of good works that churns out people-manufactured miracles. So many of us are trying to do good in the world, like welcoming immigrants and welcoming immigrants, feeding the homeless at-risk teens, stirring our hearts with beautiful music, and guiding us closer to God. It's obvious to me that Bethany is goal-driven to make and share an inclusive world through the acts of love and kindness. Doing good in the world feels like the lifeblood of this community whose people choose to come here together. We're the raw materials whose actions combine to make useful things happen. In this world we live in, so full of risk, where, where will our society be in five years, even five months? I take comfort knowing there are good people out there every day making miracles, not necessarily driving out demons like Jesus did, but feeding the poor, comforting the sick, and smiling at me when I smile, smiling back at me when I smile at them on the street.